Hello and welcome to The Sharpening Report. I am your host, Josh Peck. We have a very special episode today, one that is much needed in the church given the current state of affairs in our country. What can we expect to see in the near future and how can we as Christians prepare? Today we welcome on special guests uh, Colonel David Giamona and Troy Anderson, who just released an amazing book that every Christian should own, The Military Guide to Armageddon, Battle-Tested Strategies to Prepare Your Life and Soul for the End Times. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being well with us. Welcome to the show. Hey, Josh, thank you. It's good to be here. Hi, Josh. It's uh, great to be back on your show. Well, let's not waste any time. Let's just jump right into it. Uh, Colonel David Giamani, you have over uh, 30 years of experience in the military, including tours in Iraq, Afghanistan, Saudi Arabia, and Honduras. Uh, first and foremost, thank you for your service. Uh, will, will you tell us more about your military background? How have you embedded your military knowledge and experiences into uh, the Military Guide to Armageddon? Well, you know, that's a great question, Josh. And so after 30 years and seeing what war does to soldiers and how soldiers are affected by death, destruction, chaos, mayhem, the fog of war, the center of gravity, which we talk about throughout the book. After that, I really began to ponder, uh, how can I help these soldiers? And then it really transferred, how can I help the church? Because the church is in war, whether we know it or not. We've been in war for 6,000 plus years since the fall of man, but now it's very much intensified in the last days. And so if the church is not ready, they're going to be just like soldiers. The soldiers were not ready to face the kinds of things that uh, they were experiencing. And many of, the, many of them really lost their faith in a, in a loving God and trusting God because he let them down. The buddies were killed. They were injured. And so when the church is now up against all the things that are going on, how do we prepare for that? And that's the reason why... I put my military training into the military guide to Armageddon and transferred it into the church language or the believer's language. Well, I'm, I'm so glad you did, too, because especially with, uh, you know, recent current events and things, it, this is very much needed in the church. Uh, Troy Anderson is a Pulitzer Prize-nominated investigative journalist and best-selling author of The Babylon Code and Trumpocalypse. Uh, Troy, can you give us some background for, for this book? Uh, why is today the right time to release such a message? You know, Josh, uh, the, the colonel got a hold of me in early 2018, not long after Tropocalypse came out. And uh, at that time, the book was called The Making of a Warrior. And he had been praying about, uh, you know, how to get this book, uh, you know, published and edited and, and written and such. And he told me back in early 2018, the Lord told him by the time this book came out, it would be a completely different world. And uh, little did we know at that time, you know, about the, you know, the coming COVID-19 pandemic and you know, everything we see, all the chaos we've seen, the the, the the elites roll out of the Great Reset and, you know, the loss of freedoms and this, all these things that have happened over the last year. Uh, so when the, when the colonel first got a hold of me, the first thought that came to my mind was I, I knew about these Gallup polls. It says something like 70, 80 percent of the public highly respects the military. And then, of course, you know, it, it goes, it drops precipitously from there down to you know, like 35 percent for pastors, 20 percent for Congress and, you know, 10% for uh, us in the media. And um, and so I thought to myself, if, if America and the church listen to anybody about the dangers we're facing, they'll listen to a U.S. Army chaplain and colonel. So that, that was sort of the, the genesis of, of this book. Uh, colonel, what, what inspired you to write this book as, as well? Well, after I was beginning to write The Making of the Warrior, the Lord really spoke to me in my heart and my mind and said, look, you need to write a book that's going to prepare the church for the end times. The church 
um, at that time and even somewhat today, uh, was very burnt out on end time scenarios. They had been talking about it for many, many years. I grew up under in the 70s under uh, many of the uh, Jesus movement prophets and people predicting the end of the world and when Jesus was going to come back. And really, that was Satan's ploy to get the church really looking the other way. And, and now they are. But however, uh, you know, as I said in the preface and I said earlier, you know, the important thing is God really spoke to me actually in a, in a vision in, uh, in Kerrville, Texas, where he appeared to me uh, in a Texas sky as the lion of the tribe of Judah and said, I want you to prepare the church and warn the world of my coming. So that really was my uh, marching orders to get this book done. That that is amazing. That that you know, hearing that fills me with hope because you know, in, in our in our day to day, there's so many people that just feel hopeless with everything that's going on. They feel powerless. Uh, they feel like there's no hope. But what you just said is so true that the Lord Jesus Christ is coming back, and that that is our hope. Uh, talk to us about the calling that you guys have to wake up the church in America specifically. Where does this come from? Why is the church in uh, such need of revival today? Well, uh, maybe to begin with, uh, Josh, you know, over the last decade, I've been investigating this question. Are, are we really moving into the end times events that Jesus and the prophets, you know, talked about in the Bible? You know, over a third of the Bible is prophetic in nature. And so over the last decade, I've done over 200 interviews with major faith leaders, everybody from Billy Graham, Tim LaHaye, Hal Lindsey, Greg Laurie, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, Dr. Tom Horn, just a who's who of major faith leaders and Bible prophecy experts. You know, Billy Graham told me, Signs of the end of the age are converging for the first time since Jesus made those predictions. And so there's overwhelming consensus. There was a recent LifeWay poll said nine in 10 pastors now see signs of the end times and current events. But I also did uh, interviews with experts at existential risk institutes at Harvard, Princeton, and Yale, and MIT. And they, they see that uh, they believe that we're approaching the end of human civilization. They have like uh, Oxford has a future of humanity institute. Release annual reports on the greatest dangers facing humanity is things like, you know, of course, you know, nuclear war, extreme climate change, artificial intelligence run amok, a global one of their top Oxford list. You know, so so the church has largely been, like the colonel mentioned, the church has largely been asleep at the wheel for, for decades now. We sort of had this country club kind of Christianity. We sort of go to church and then we, you know, go back to work and live our normal lives. And, uh, but, you know, in, in the first century, you know, they, they experienced, you know, persecution. You know, almost all the disciples, you know, gave their lives and were martyred uh, for the cause of Jesus. And there was many, you know, uh, very bold and courageous Christians. And so we're now at the, what we believe is, is the conclusion of the, of the human epic. And so it's, it's, you know, it's, it's an urgent need for the church to wake up, you know, become, you know, be converted into, you know, soldiers of salt and light, be brave and courageous and, and you know, and, and fulfill what God told us to do. Jesus told us to do is spread the gospel and uh, help the poor widows and orphans and, and fight these, these spiritual battles. Yeah, and you know I, I like that term, uh, country club Christianity, because that's exactly what it's been for so long. And uh, you know I, I feel like, especially in recent time, the past decade or so, uh, God has really been calling me out of that. I, I was kind of raised in that sort of environment, and uh, you're absolutely right. It's time to get busy because we, I, I fully believe um, that we are uh, heading right into the end times, and I mean that's what we base this whole show on, and so many of the things that we do at Daily Renegade. Um, what are, according to you guys, what, what have you seen? What are some of the signs of Jesus' return that you're seeing now? Uh, what makes you think that we're in the end times? You know, it's a great question, and we do get that uh, asked a lot of us, especially in light of the 
book uh, being published. The first and greatest sign, I think, in the modern era is the rebirth of Israel. I, I really think that is the key that everything else stems from. You know, uh, people ask about all the time, is America in the Bible? Well, really, it is not in the Bible. It's, it's a Middle Eastern-centric book, and Israel, and especially Jerusalem, is the center stage. And so keep your eyes sharply focused. It doesn't mean America is not involved, but the eyes of the, of the Christians should be sharply focused on Jerusalem, especially uh, the Middle East, Turkey, Iran, uh, the, the Bible lands, as we call them. So that May 14th, 1948 is a critical day because people don't realize for centuries before that, People never thought that Israel would become a nation again. It was it had been scattered for 2,000 years since 70 AD when the Romans' 10th legion came in and destroyed all of Jerusalem, wiped it out completely, and over 1 million Jews died. But the Bible said that in Isaiah and other passages throughout the Bible that Israel would be a nation and it would be born in one day, and it did happen. After that, you know, we have the Six-Day War, we have Jerusalem— we, the capital of Israel. Uh, we have uh, so many signs going on just in the Middle East. But other than uh, that, there are many other signs. You know, we see the rise of globalism, as Troy had mentioned, the Great Reset, where the left really wants to have a global unified world. And I saw that in the, in the, back in 2012 in the Army War College, where almost every book said the only way to peace in the world is for mankind to unite in a one world government. That's actually U.S. Army War College was saying that back then, and globalism, the rise of the Antichrist, uh, economic woes that may be coming in the future, uh, the plagues, pestilences, fires around the world, um, natural disasters, you name it. All these things are converging when Jesus said in Matthew 24, watch and pray because these things would happen. You know, nation would rise against nation. There will be pestilence, pestilence and plagues natural disasters and all these things happening all at the same time, and we are seeing them now. I totally agree. Uh, what about you, Troy? Do you have anything to add? What are some of the signs of Jesus' return that you're seeing now? Yeah, yeah well, one of the, the greatest uh, evidences that we're moving into this period of history is, is that, you know, the prophet Daniel talked about an explosion in knowledge in the last days. And so for the first time in history, we now have all the technologies that could actually make the mark of the beast system possible. You know, we have artificial intelligence, we have electronic banking, microchip implants, nanotechnology, uh, you just, you name it. And, and there's actually, you know, proposals now to, uh, you know, that you'll, you'll need like some kind of digital ID or some kind of, you know, passport with these vaccines. So, you know, could that be like a precursor to this this system that the elite want to roll out? So that that's one of the, you know, greatest evidences that we're moving into this. And now the, the elite this month are going to announce the details of the Great Reset. It's, you know, as part of the UN's Agenda 2030, uh, the, you know, opening the, the declaring on their website, the World Economic Forum, you know, sort of this plan they plan to roll out. So that, that's sort of the, you know, the, the you know, the, the uh, center of gravity, is a military term about, uh, you know, what the, the colonel can better explain this. But, you know, the, the real news that's happening is, is the elite are rolling out their, their world system. And that's, that's predicted in the Bible. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's why your book is so much needed uh, today, because it really does help explain a lot of these things. You know, we hear a lot of rumors online. We don't know what to make of anything. You know, everybody has an opinion on everything. But I think a book like yours really helps round out some of these issues. Uh, speaking of the book, what is at the heart of The Military Guide to Armageddon? What can the reader expect out of the book? We, that is another great question. And we were on a national TV show just a few days ago, and the, uh, the guy that was interviewing us said, you know, how did you guys know when to roll this book out? Because it's right in the middle of everything. It's so timely. Well, it's not us. I can guarantee you it's the Lord. And the Lord wanted it in people's hands now. And even John B. Wells on a show a few days ago said every Christian, every believer in the world should have this book. And the reason is uh, the heart of the book is becoming the warrior of God that God created us to be. You know, you look at all the battles of the Bible from the Old Testament all the way through the end of the book of Revelation. There's over 90 battles. And um, the book is all the Bible is all about warfare. And the book takes that uh, all those scenarios and we look at the military history and we look at a number of other things in the end times. And we focus on one real specific thing. How are you to become battle ready in the end times? That's the heart of the book, and the book really spells it out chapter by chapter how to do that. What about you, Troy? What, what, what have you contributed to the book as well? You, you know, so was, part of my work on the book was to do a, a number of interviews. Uh, this, you know, with uh, interviewed, uh, you know, Sid Roth, Rabbi Jonathan Burnus, uh, Major General Bob Dees, uh, some some colonels and chaplains, and uh, so that that sort of rounds out the book. But one one of the most uh, striking things is, is that the book is designed to take you through what the, the military calls the making of a warrior process, where they transform you know a regular citizen into a soldier, and we we trans we translate that into you know spiritual warfare terms. So the book is is designed to you know help you mature in your faith, become a stronger uh, Christian and learn how to walk in the supernatural power, protection, and provision of the Holy Spirit, which is going to be crucial as we move into end times events. You know, the Bible is essentially a book of miracles, and God used all his regular people in, in miraculous ways. And and so as we move into these end time events, uh, it's going to be critical to, you know, to walk in the power of God, uh, you know, prayer, putting on the full armor of God, you know, the, the word, the sword of the spirit, you know, the word of God, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, all these different things that the, the Bible tells us that, that are, are critical to fighting these spiritual battles, you know, especially as we move into this time when, you know, the demonic activity is going to increase exponentially. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And, you know, I, I like that, too, that in the Bible, God always uses the least likely characters, you know, uh, to, to get his job, to get his work done. And I believe that he's going to do that in our time today, too. So for the audience, if you're out there and you're thinking, what can I do? You know, I'm just little old me here. Uh, you can do quite a bit. And the Lord, the Lord can do things through you. It's not by your own power. It's by his. Uh, so what does it mean for, for the average person? What does it mean to be battle ready? Because I know this is, a, this is a big part of your book as well. Right. So, um, in fact, uh, General Bob Dees is on my board, uh, Battle Ready Ministries, and uh, he was a, a two-star commanding general of a division in Korea. And even today, the same motto exists in that division, fight tonight. And that means that when the you know war starts with North Korea, our soldiers, the, Korean, the South Korean soldiers, and everybody else is ready to fight uh, because they're prepared, they're trained, they're ready. To be battle ready, number one, is a attitude, as we talk about in the book, because, you know, C.S. Lewis 
We quote C.S. Lewis in the book as saying that we live in a war-torn world, uh, ravages of, of black, dark forces, dark and against the forces of light. So to be battle-ready, number one, is an attitude of what do I need to do to prioritize my life? You know, why am I not battle-ready right now? Meaning, am I ready to fight the forces of darkness? Am I ready to engage what God wants for me to do today? Am I listening to the Holy Spirit? Am I uh, ready to get engaged in, in spiritual warfare? So if I were to hand you a rifle and I go to your room, uh, house today and just, hey, Josh, let's go. Uh, you know, you would know what war was all about. You weren't trained. You weren't ready. You weren't prepared. You weren't uh, practicing all the things you needed to do. You, you would get killed and you probably get me killed and our unit killed because you don't know what you're doing. Well, battle ready really goes through a bunch of uh, training exercises, um, all kinds of different things throughout the book that says, hey, this is what you need to think about. You know, we talk about priorities in the book and. You know, I say uh, Jesus is not a priority. He, he is all in all. He should be my everything. And then I should line up my priorities about what he's telling me to do in my life through the word of God, through others who are soldiers, through my church. You know, that if it's if it's a strong warrior type church, all those things play a vast role in our lives. But attitude and priority is key to being battle ready. Oh, amen. And we see that so much, especially in our culture today. It seems like the church has created this circular firing squad, where especially online. I mean, that's that's kind of where uh, where uh, my ministry is. Is it's based online for the most part. And there are so many Christians fighting against other Christians over really irrelevant things that that don't really matter in the grand scheme of things. And there's not a lot of uh, cohesion. There's not there's not a lot of that. And I, I think the internet is done a, a lot to perpetuate that. Um, is that is that something that you guys have noticed as well? And uh, Troy, what are some of those priorities that, that you've noticed in, in uh, writing for the book that that is important for Christians to know today? Yeah, Josh, I mean, you hit the, the nail on the head. I mean, here, we're, we're the world is literally watching, or Christianity is literally watching these events that Jesus the prophet told us would happen, and the church has been asleep for decades, and then the Christians are, are fighting with each other online. You know, this is a time for all hands on deck. We need everybody to, to come together and uh, and spread the gospel. This was Jesus' primary instruction. You know, I mean, th this is the most exciting time in history to be alive. G God put us here for this specific time in history to, to fill his, his uh, destiny for our lives, which is, you know, primarily taking the gospel to all the world, helping the poor widows and orphans, all the things the Bible tells us to do. And so it, it's a great honor and privilege to be alive at this time. So for just, you know, re regular people, prayer is the most powerful force in the universe. God tells us in the Bible, he will intervene in human affairs through prayer. Uh, about four or five years ago, my wife suggested I start keeping a journal of things that seem miraculous in nature in our lives uh, after prayer. And it's now grown to like 150 pages with, you know, 125 entries. And it's just a gigantic faith builder because, you know, God performed all these miracles. I mean, it, it certainly seems like. I mean, one thing is in, in our book, Trumpocalypse, uh, Paul McGuire and I called for a National Day of Repentance. And when I was editor of Charisma, I met uh, Reverend Kevin Jessup. So we, we featured him in the last chapter of that book. He, he felt called to lead this National Repentance Movement. He asked us to write the White House executive summary for that. 
And then he started traveling around the country, networking of different people, met all these major faith leaders, political leaders. And then he managed to persuade Rabbi Khan to be the, one of the spokesmen for it. And the event actually happened. It took place September 26 on the Washington Mall. 75 to 100,000 people showed up. Millions watched it online. He told us afterward about a quarter million people made decisions for Jesus. So it's just a gigantic miracle. We had a we had like a film prayer team, 45 people praying, and that's what I think it was. Is, is all these people praying? So so prayer is an incredibly powerful thing. You know, of course, you know, reading your Bible, uh, fellowshipping, you know, participating like a small group or you know, online group now, and uh, you know, just all these different things and and learn, sort of learning the tactics of spiritual warfare, fighting the these demonic forces, and 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 all this is designed to help us be victorious and and to fulfill God's. Uh, you know, calling on our lives. Yeah, definitely. And it, it, like I said, it's much needed. What we do have a lot more to talk about. There's a lot more that I want to uh, ask you. But before we do, uh, where can our audience go to connect with you and purchase a copy of the Military Guide to Armageddon? Well, they can go to wherever books are sold. First and foremost, Amazon. Uh, actually, in the last few days, we were number one uh, bestseller in a lot of Christian categories. And number 129 of all books sold out of the 33 million books on Amazon, we were number 129. So uh, it is a really uh, powerful movement of God. But yeah, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Christian book distributors, Walmart, Hudson News, um, and in our website, you can reach me on Twitter at Twitter at Giamona DJ, and uh, my author's uh, webpage is davidjgiamona.com. And we have battle-ready.org. And I'll let Troy talk more about his media sites and how you can reach us and him as well. Yeah, Josh, people can go to troyanderson.us and battle-ready.org. That's our, our Battle Ready Ministries uh, website to do virtual and in-person conferences at, at churches and retreats and camps and that kind of thing. Excellent. And we'll make sure to include a link to uh, all of that in uh, the video's description. Uh, so everyone out there, uh, make sure to look for that. Uh, well, like I said, we do have a lot more to talk about, but they are things typically censored on YouTube, which means uh, they are incredibly important. And you all watching out there won't want to miss the rest of this interview. So head on over to dailyrenegade.com and get a membership. We have a free seven-day trial right now that you can take advantage of because we are so confident in... Uh, what we provide. We know that after your free tri uh, trial period is up, you'll want to get a membership right away. So you'll get the rest of this interview, plus many, many others, uh, hundreds of videos, not available anywhere else because, again, YouTube uh, keeps deleting our content and got in the nasty habit of doing that. So uh, that's why Daily Renegade exists. Uh, but we are free to say anything we like at dailyrenegade.com. So come on over and be a part of the family. If you're already a member, hang on the line. Everybody else viewing for free, thank you so much. And until next time. Take care and God bless.